Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? No, I did not. Uh oh, what yeah. happened? It was just a busy weekend. So Steve was out and about uh, doing some stuff for the station as well, and I uh, did a member of the. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, new headphones. New headphones. Who dis? New headphones. Who dis? Uh, no, Marty. Who dis? Who dis? <laughs> Marty hooked you up with a pair of headphones. Yes, she did. She said she uh, <laughs> was just laughing all every time she heard me complain about breaking a new set of headphones. So she decided to get me a pair. That was very nice of <laughs> her. Yes, it was. Those are really nice looking headphones, dude. They're Sony's. Wow. Yeah. He's Wait, so now, now, now's your chance, Fish. What do you need? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Marty will bring it. <laughs> hey, that's exactly. Christine just uh, nicely gave that to me, but Christine and I both looked at each other like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, Man, I really need a new mortgage payment. <laughs> like, I could really use that, Marty. That's very, very sweet of her to do, though. Yes, it was. And I uh, saw on your social media, she had her daughter with her. Mm-hmm. And did they talk about how her daughter... Gets embarrassed when uh, Marty talks, or we talk about Marty during the podcast. <laughs> she mentioned that, yes. Oh, did she? she? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what else is going on? The kids are like, yeah, who's sick in your household now? Uh, just me and Izzy are still sick. Just the two of you now? Brittany's yeah. better and uh, Charlotte's better? Yep. Now, Christine, you uh, you ended up going out on Friday night. You thought you were going to a special party. and you Saturday. Were, Saturday, yeah. You thought you were going to... To a special party, and were you a week late early? Or I late? was. I was a week early. It's kind of funny because I texted her. I was like, "Hey, it's still, it's still good to come to come over." She goes, "It's next week," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm already dressed." So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I ended up texting a couple friends, and then one of us. Uh, met up and we went bar hopping and then saw other friends out. So it was a good time. Yeah, you ran into. I saw on your social media. I'm like, uh, between uh, what I yesterday was just kind of a chill day in my household, and uh, I saw on your social media some some dude you ran into or something like that mm-hmm. that looked uh, almost like the male version of you. Oh, we were both wearing black and white. Yeah, that's Anthony. Yeah. It's my friend Anthony. And he had glasses on. Uh-huh. Just like, yeah, yeah. It li- they literally look like doppelgangers. <laughs> but the opposite sex. Yeah, it was kind of neat. It was kind of funny. Yeah, so I did yoga, went out, um, watched a bunch of movies, and went to the bookstore yesterday and read another third of the book that I started last week at the bookstore. <laughs> Here's what I don't understand, okay? Christine... When I, I when I say Christine has money, I'm not I'm not saying Christine is a millionaire. I'm just saying she has money. Why are you going to a bookstore and reading not even just in these times with COVID or whatever, but why are you going to a bookstore and reading that book and not just buying it at this point? Because I'm I like the ambiance of being at the bookstore and there finding a comfy couch and getting a coffee from the cafe and oh, okay. you know sitting there. It's not. I mean, it's a good. 
This book isn't one that I think I would necessarily buy, but it's one that I'm invested in, so I yeah. want to see it through. But there is a different book that I plan on buying and and taking home to read. Okay. But I like again, I like the ambiance of just being at the bookstore. It was very, very. It's just very unique, like odd to me, I guess, for some reason. Is that yeah? I mean, a- there's libraries. That's why I'm confused. Yeah, what? there's libraries. You as could well. just go to the library and like legitimately check the book out and read it at the library. But I, what's the difference? I'm going to a bookstore that's five, not even five but, minutes from my house. Because bookstores sell books. That's they don't where rent I'm them from. Out. Yeah, <laughs> but is. they also have little areas where you can sit and read and you can do work. But that's, are you really allowed to? Like, yes. someone's going to buy that book and it's been stretched out by you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure they have more than just that hands. one copy. No, of I book. know, but like, <laughs> is that implied by bookstores that you can do that? I really don't. Yeah. Know. Why wouldn't you be able to? Why would they? set up and make it cozy for you to work and for you to read. Because they want you to buy the book and then Yeah, read but they wouldn't yeah. make it comfy for you to sit and read is my point. But don't they like... They would have no place for you to sit and enjoy... But they can do that after you buy it. Yeah. You don't have to buy it. It's not like I, I'm putting the, the bookstore out of business. I still buy books. I know. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like then it becomes a used book. Yeah. Steve, am I wrong? I'm no, not I, picking I, on you. I'm really curious. I'm not fishing set in this one. It's weird to go to a bookstore and just read a book, especially I, if you keep going back and finishing the book. Unless you buy it. Yeah, if you buy it eventually, sure. Why I don't not? know. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I think it's, <laughs> I think I, what I'm curious, and I would love to know from a member of the Click of Six, and I'm not busting your chops. Yeah. I'm really curious. I'm not like slamming you. Like, A, is what she is doing wrong, and B, like, because should she then say to them, here you go, I read this, it's used now. Like, I don't know how that works. I mean, I don't know. I can promise you there's a bunch of people there doing the same thing. Uh, okay. Oh, well, there you go. if everybody else is doing it, then you might as yeah. well do it. Yeah. Okay. That's legit. All right, guys, click a six, weigh in on that one. I'm really curious to see where, the, where this one goes. We were having a conversation about Christine's weekend. Now, over the weekend, what did you do? Uh, I went to the bookstore to continue reading a book that I had started last week. Now, she has not purchased the book, and this, through Steve and I, Steve and I started to comment and say, well, this is a little odd, isn't it? Like, I'm not busting your chops. I just, it seems like you should buy it. And then you read it at the store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Steve, we are a little bit, so far from what I've seen via texting and app, and because we ask people to get a hold of us, you can apps free download in the app store. Uh, we're really kind of an island, an island of our own right now. Really, you, Christine's been kind of laughing off the air, uh, talking to me a little bit about some of these messages. Most of the people are agreeing with you. Yeah, bookstores encourage you to sit and read the books. Someone said a lot of people end up buying things because they sat down and started reading there. Someone else said, Christine, there's nothing wrong with reading books in comfy spots. A thousand of people do it. Fish and Steve may want to give it a try. <laughs> hey, I understand one of my goals here in the next, uh, specifically in the next few months, is to start reading more. I got these books already ready to go. I'm going to try like a book a week type thing. I understand that. that uh, we should probably read more. But again, I'm not complaining or slamming Christine. I'm saying I think it's weird because you're using a book that someone's going to buy brand new, but it's no longer new. Steve. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I go to the library a lot, so I'm a, I'm a library kind of guy. Now, Sister with a Brain is on the uh, phone with us. Do we have to make you anonymous, or can I say your name, Melissa? No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can I say your name? <laughs> uh, Melissa, what do you think about this whole book thing? Oh, Christine, Christine, Christine. Yes, Melissa. The, the mom and me is going to come out. It's like you have 
when you go to the grocery store and you see the grapes sitting there and you're sampling the grapes before you buy them, that's kind of what you're doing with your library book or your non-library book. <laughs> uh, wait, Fish, don't you do that? What? <laughs> the grape thing. <laughs> what do you mean? Eat grapes at yeah, the grocery store? Grocery store. It's not about fish. This isn't about me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Melissa. I'm pretty sure Fish does this. <laughs> I may or may not have talked to Christine about Elise and I doing that. <laughs> I feel like that's irrelevant, and the, uh, the argument right now is about books, not grapes. I mean, is it stealing to really try a couple of grapes on your trip through the grocery store? Well, I actually don't yeah. do that. Why, why don't you do it? Because uh, they're yeah, not we know washed. Yet. Yeah, you know she probably does, Melissa. She probably is. She's popping grapes right now. All right, thanks very much for the call. I mean, it is an interesting point, I think. That is an interesting point. I completely do that. Uh, the thing is, like, I'm going to, I, I go, I frequent this place because it's cozy. I would recommend this place. And I always go back where, when I buy books, I always go to that place because I like the experience I get there. Technically, what you're doing, though, if it's similar to the grape thing, like Melissa said, because technically, I mean, I'm when not I, eating the book. When I eat, yeah, don't eat the book. <laughs> no. Uh, when I eat a grape at the grocery store, technically I'm stealing. Technically, yes. Yeah. Now it gets me to think about like dumb little things that yes. you do that might be against the law, but you do it anyway. Like I technically am stealing when I eat a grape at the grocery store. What about when you're at Costco? Do you take more than just one free uh, sample? I don't think that's illegal though. <laughs> like, <laughs> but <laughs> it's what's socially acceptable. I just go right to the pizza. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'll pay the dollar. Yeah. I love that. Today's text question of the day, uh, really a really a fun one, kind of a thinker. Like, what did you want to do when you grew up? Now think about this. Back in the day when you were a kid, maybe you wanted to be a fireman or something, right? Maybe you are still though. Maybe you wanted to be one and you became one. So today's text question of the day, what did you uh, want to grow up to be when you were younger versus what do you do now? For example, I wanted to do something in Hollywood, like behind the scenes. I wanted to direct or produce. Yeah. I always found it fascinating. Now I do this. I think I'll, uh, and I think I'll always do something with this. I really yeah. do. Like, yeah, for sure. I and mean, especially because it's so easy with podcasting and whatnot now, but I, I think I'll always definitely do something in this field uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Steve, what did you want to grow up to be when you were younger versus what you knew, what you do now? Uh, I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer when I was a little kid, which uh -oh. is uh, either that or aerospace engineer, which That's are cool. designing rockets or big ships. So why didn't you pursue it? Because he failed out of engineering school. He hit the nail on that. That's why I hit the sad trombone. Yeah, like you know when you're like uh, you hear so you know somebody one of your friends breaks up for a re gets broken up with for a reason. Yeah, and you all know the reason and all that. You know, you never say it. Uh, that's where I was that, kind of going. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, after I failed out of engineering school, the one of the few ways to get back into Michigan State University was to uh, change my major to one that wasn't as difficult. So I changed it to telecommunications. Oh, no. And do then you, I fell into radio. Do you wish you would have could have gone back and taken engineering school more seriously? I go back and forth with it. You never would have met your wife. I know. See, that's why I go back yeah. and forth with it, like my whole life. See, that's everything funny. happens I'm happy with for my a reason. Life. Yes. See, I think that's really fascinating, though, because I think of all these different paths I would have gone on, and I'm like, and then I wouldn't have met my wife. Right. You did think of all these different pa paths you would have gone on, and you say, then I wouldn't have met my wife. 
<laughs> well, that's Stephen. Are you even surprised? No, I'm just saying. I just I, I think our 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 responses are a little different, but kind of fascinating. Just a little. Yeah, Christine, what'd you want to uh, grow up to be when you were younger? Today's tax question of the day: What'd you want to grow up to be when you were younger, versus what you're doing now? Uh, I want. I grew up wanting to be a pediatrician, and now I'm doing radio and. I don't see myself ever not being in the entertainment industry. When I look back, there's so many little signs that when I was younger that I didn't realize entertainment's what I've always wanted to do. It's just never something I took seriously or like outwardly put out there. For example, that you like to be center of attention. Yes. I like. <laughs> I mean, I do too. I get it. Uh, I'm not busting your chops. Uh, I like to talk. I mean, all the time during. Um, like PTA meetings or whatever, my teachers would always tell my parents, like, she's good, but she's distracting everyone because she talks too much. <laughs> PTA meetings or parent-teacher conferences? That's what I meant, oh, parent-teacher okay. conferences. I'm like, yeah. that the PTA is complaining yeah. about I know, right? <laughs> parent-teacher is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome, though. If, like, even the neighbor parents are like, can you shut your kid up? <laughs> my dad used to do this game with me called How Long Can You Shut Up For? And I, I think the longest I ever made it was two and a half minutes. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. was, so, and you're happy doing what you do now is something at least always in the entertainment field. For sure. Even if it doesn't necessarily stick with radio, entertainment's the industry for sure. So today's text question of the day, message via the app text in the show. What, do you, what did you want to grow up to be when you were younger versus what do you do now? Are you happy with what you do now? Steve? Yeah, I'm happy with it. It's just, I don't know. It'd be cool to be an engineer. It would be cool to be an aerospace <laughs> engineer. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Way to make him upset, Christine. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Today's text question of the day, you can message via the app. You can text the show. What did you want to be when you grew up versus what you do now? And are you happy? Yeah, I mean, really, we're curious to see if you're happy with your decision that you made. You know, I made some decisions this weekend, and I am definitely an exhausted ginger ninja to this right now. Without a shadow of a doubt. So here's the deal. Last week, just one week ago on Wednesday, September 22nd, Connie was the one-year anniversary of Connie getting diagnosed with Mm -hmm. cancer. Three days after that, last year would be my birthday. Yep. Four days after the 22nd, the 26th would be Dan's birthday, Connie's husband. Connie would eventually pass on the 4th of January to cancer. So... Last year, Dan, Connie, and I, and Alicia would call it worst birthday week ever. Yeah. Now I can finally talk about what I did. So four or five months ago, I was having a conversation with Dan's real best friend, which is his sister. Yeah. And I said, I have this idea. Let's play a trick on your brother. Let's have you fly in with your fiance. Surprise Dan at my house We'll have him come over for dinner on Friday night Nice Yeah So Friday night Dan comes over for dinner Opens the door There's Junior That's what the fiance's name is And there's Kat, his sister And he freaked Oh, it was that's awesome. so awesome I love that it worked out Cause he, But here's the best part I love surprises And yeah. I love to mess with people so he was you calling, he know. was on the phone with his sister Thursday night complaining about me. He <laughs> was. Because yeah, what I wanted to do is make sure Dan's weekend was protected. Yeah. So I told Dan I had something special planned for him on Saturday. Yeah. And that he and I would like it, and it wasn't too extreme. 
but I can't tell him. And he's on the phone with his sister Thursday night. I am so sick. You know, fish just some sick freak enjoys torturing people. Like <laughs> he was like, I'm not even gonna ask him. I'm not even gonna ask him. I'm just whatever. Fine. He said, if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. I mean, I, he's like, I can't. But do you, what do you think? What do you think it is? It doesn't bother me. But what do you think it is? And that's what he's saying to his sister. It doesn't <laughs> bother me. But he keeps, but he keeps driving him nuts. So she had a field day with it. Dan saw his sister. They had a wonderful time. My buddy Jake, the trainer, uh, had this is his weekend to kind of chill with me for about five days. It's a yearly thing we do. Uh, we so we ended up going over to dance for a little bit on Saturday night. But mm-hmm. just what an awesome! If you can do that for someone that's going through a hard time, this was going to be. This is what probably the best weekend, my guess, that Dan's had in the past year. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's because of his sister. Yeah. And Junior, straight up northern Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had 20 beers gone Friday night. Wow. Yeah. He is just straight up northern Wisconsin. He's like, and he loves Dan. He's one of the coolest cats ever. I love Junior. Uh, but he is. What was he drinking, Mad Dogs? <laughs> Mad? No, he's drinking Coors Light. <laughs> I mean, yeah. isn't that different? Schlitz. I love Coors Light. Coors Light's my go-to. I, I'm not even joking, but uh, yeah, he was drinking Coors Light, so that's probably why he could get 20. But yeah, yeah, he was drinking Milwaukee's Beast. Like, oh, good lord. Christine, where is knowledge coming from today? Knowledge is coming from a carrot that you're slicing with a Ooh. knife. A carrot that I'm slicing with a knife. Yes. Okay. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Our knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a carrot being sliced with a knife (laughs) rather than a spoon. Okay. Why wouldn't you slice a carrot with a spoon? Because the knife is sharp, and so is your wit and desire to gain more knowledge. And as you're slicing the carrot, you can see the carrot juice slowly falling onto the cutting board, and you know that you can acquire the knowledge from this carrot from said juice without ruining the carrot experience for the other people that are going to receive (laughs) the sliced carrot. So as you are done and you moved the sliced carrot away, no one is looking, and much like you do with a bowl of ice cream, you get your massive tongue out and start to lick the cutting board. (laughs) The juice of the carrot and some other things because you forgot to wash it. Oh, gross. Go down your throat, (laughs) taste like meat. Ew. Do a 180 degree turn, taste like turnips. Pass your eye sockets into your brain, providing knowledge. And possibly death. Possibly a little death. (laughs) Do you know Madison, as in the name, only became a popular name after the... uh, Girls, uh, after the movie Splash came out in 1984, Daryl Hannah, the actress, or actor, uh, picks the name off of a Madison Avenue street sign. And then Tom Hanks even says in the movie, but Madison is even, isn't even a name. Interesting. And, yeah, I, I found that kind of fascinating. Uh, Frederick Bauer, do you guys know who he is? Mm-mm. No. He died in 2008. He's the inventor of Pringles. Oh, no oh. way. Frederick Bauer, yeah. His final request was to be cremated and buried. In a Pringles can? Bingo. <laughs> His children fulfilled the request. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's nicotine in eggplants. 
What? What? Yeah. So, like, Christine Steve, I think she has a desire for me to eat eggplants or something because she's always sending me that emoji. <laughs> and it then the licky tongue? I, yeah. Weird. Yeah, hello. Who doesn't want eggplant parmesan? Who doesn't love eggplant parmesan? Well, you have to eat 20 pounds of eggplants to get the nicotine effect you can get from one cigarette. That's way too many eggplants. But there, there is nicotine in eggplants, which I found fascinating. It is. There's a statue from 1909 that's still uh, on the books in Missouri that says if a bull or a, there's a statue like statute. Like oh, that, statute. Yes, not that statute. statue like large man or woman in bronze. No, statute from 1909 that's still on the books in Missouri that says if a bull has been running loose for at least three days, anyone can walk up to it and castrate it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? That's no bull. That's so yes. random. And finally, this I found the most fascinating thing that I learned today. Iran has fast food chains named McDonald's and Pizza Hut. That's really funny. Because McDonald's and Pizza Hut aren't allowed in the country. <laughs> so they have McDonald's. And Pizza Hut. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Burger King, would it be Sandwich King or something like that? It could be. Yeah, or just... Uh, or Burger Prince. Burger I- Prince. Iranian fried chicken instead of Kentucky. I don't <laughs> know dog how queen. that works. What'd you say? Hot dog queen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a fun uh, game. I was like, Dairy Queen. Yes, that's it. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, here we go. A couple of weird ones for me, okay? A couple of weird things. Are you guys familiar with Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yes, I am. All right, so Dog the Bounty Hunter, back in the day, obviously, was a TV show. And I know, like, uh, this one kind of threw me this weekend a little bit. Back in the day was a big TV show, and Dog the Bounty Hunter is clearly a bounty hunter. That's his uh, theme music for the show. Yeah. So (laughs) when it comes to uh, the Gabby Bryan situation that's been going on here worldwide, obviously. Gabby Petito? Yeah, Gabby Petito that they're looking for Bryan now, who allegedly or may have killed her. He is in hiding. Dog the Bounty Hunters now injected himself into that situation he uh went over to the home of brian's parents this weekend knocked and nobody answered and of course the media was all over him because it's yeah dog the bounty oh, hunter of course can you tell us why you're here sir well really now come on you know okay aloha guys thank you do you have any tips i'm trying to get some 833 tell dog we're getting tips Every 10 minutes. Are you going to be staying in Northport, sir? I can't tell you all that, but God bless you guys. Aloha. See you soon, I'm sure. Hey, you're not here for publicity, though, are you? And I'm on every night across huh? the country. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny yeah. that he's just. It was like a little plug for himself at the yeah. same time by like I'm not here for publicity but you can catch me every night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All across the country. <laughs> and that's my thing. Like I love Dog the Bounty Hunter. He he is going to have access and it would be hysterical. My buddy Jake and I were hanging out this weekend. We saw it come out in the news and we're like it would be really funny 
if he did what the FBI couldn't. Yeah. Right. But sometimes there are people that can do that because he can do things a little bit differently. And yes. He probably knows a lot of people. Oh, right? I'm sure. I still think it's weird that he, he he's using a situation like that for publicity. Yeah, you I don't know. I mean? I mean, he did make a statement saying that this, much like the rest of the country, this case has affected him, and he's determined to find uh, Brian Laundry. So we'll see if he can actually do yeah. it. Yeah, can he clean up the laundry? I don't know, Steve. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. All right, let's go from there. And so that was one of the ones that got me this weekend. And then uh, what happened on Friday got me as well it was uh from the, the show the view okay so anna navarra and sunny houston or houston whatever were pulled off the air mid show here's what happened okay we're back and there seems to be something happening here that i'm not 100 percent aware of can someone please apprise me of the situation i need uh the two of you to step off for a second what? okay Anna and and uh, and, and we're going to bring Sonny you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll t- tell you why in a couple of minutes. What happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case, and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated. Up the wazoo, you know, a lot yeah. of vaccines. Yeah, I've never got the up the wazoo vaccine. <laughs> no, my, both my doses were. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of Me vaccines. Either. Like, what are you going to go? Like, so I, I really don't want COVID. So I've got actually all three of them. I've got Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson. I just keep going. <laughs> like what? But here's what bothered me about this. So these two. So uh, Vice President was going to be on the show, right? And yeah. she ended up doing it from a different studio as well, because they were there and they had COVID. How did they not know? I can go to Walgreens for like twenty bucks or whatever it costs and get an instant test. You're telling me the View didn't test them and didn't realize that they had COVID till they were already on the air? Yeah, yeah that is a little weird to me. I, and then they pull them off mid-air and say yeah. it's a tease, like like it's just yeah. It was it was like, all very weird. Yeah, that's very odd that they, that was from the uh, the View on Friday. Like to me, they're looking for attention with that. Oh, a hundred percent. You think they did it on purpose? Uh, just I- I'm with you. A show like The View, I-, I would assume, much like other shows are doing, they're testing their people like every day. My all doctor, their staff before they can go and right. do what they need to do. My friend got COVID, so I not not recently, but like a month and a half ago, I inst- I went and got a rapid test. Yeah. I knew within 15 minutes. So I, I don't understand how The View. Oh, so while you're there, you're on the stage. Oh my goodness! Sorry, oops, COVID. It's like, just, <laughs> it's just weird that the way they all did it, and the producer, whomever yeah. pulled them off, was like, "It's a tease." Yeah. That's not a tease. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What tease means, by the way, what Christine's saying, it's like a, when like Ryan Seacrest back in the day with American Idol, or like The Bachelor, the biggest rose ceremony ever. Yeah. Next. <laughs> And they get you to stick right, through yeah. the commercial. Don't you hate it when people do that? I know, right? Oh, right? Oh, Who would ever do that? I would never do not that. Not fish, no. of course not. Like, I have a story I got to tell you, actually, about this kid. Uh, there's a story about this kid and a kayak instead of a school bus that's kind of fascinating. It's what I call good news, and I'm excited to share it with you. Yay! After this. No! <laughs> So question that we're going to talk about in a sec is uh, what is something that can take somebody from a perfect 10, like you meet him or her, and uh, you are like, wow, this is the one, like everything, boom, right to a five, like from a 10 to a five. 
We'll talk about that in uh, just a second. It was a really, really interesting. I'm really curious about, and we're looking for that one thing, by the way, Steve. Just okay. one thing. I don't need a list. Uh, okay. I'm saying this to you, but I'm actually inadvertently <laughs> saying it to Christine. Well, that's too bad. I already have a list. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, of course yeah. she does. I've listed six things. I can list three more got, or four got, more and make it ten. six minutes to really kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> take you, well, maybe more than six minutes even, but you got a little bit of time to take that list down a little bit. But I feel like it's thing. important to read all of these things. Okay, well, we will get to that. <laughs> First, I have oh, some... Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Seriously. I got good news for you guys. I need some good news. Are you ready for some good news? Are you ready for some good news, man? Well, some good news. Well, I have some good news. Really? Good news? Tell them the good news. Spit it out! Okay, a couple of fun little nugs for you, and then I got to talk about this kid who's the coolest kid. A woman from Ohio was snorkeling in the Cayman Islands. Life is tough. And uh, she sees this uh, this squid. She decides to follow it. And there it is, right in the water, a wedding ring. She's like, she says O and then M and then G. OMG. So it clearly had fallen off somebody's hand. She was able to track the guy down. What? How? He had lost it uh, scuba diving three weeks earlier, and he couldn't find it, and they couldn't find it, and she found it. Wow. Just got a little good news for you. That is good news. Another one, uh, dog news, actually. Seven-year-old German Shepherd in Florida opened three gate latches and ran to get help when its owner had a stroke. Three-year-old Coonhound in Oregon actually now holds the world records for longest ears on a dog. Each ear is 12.38 inches. Two completely different dog stories. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. is it One. because he, yeah, he opened hurt the his owner or? Yeah, his yeah. ears were so big, you could hear him having a stroke. Yeah, the big, big giant ear flaps actually was uh, one of Steve's right? nicknames in high school, I think. It still is my nickname. And finally, <laughs> a 12 year old student in Colorado is what I wanted to talk about. So he wasn't sure he'd have a seat on the school bus this year because of the shortage of bus drivers. Mm-hmm. So he came up with an idea. We didn't know if Josh was going to have a seat on the bus. I noticed that the school is like right on the lake, so I thought it would be really easy to just kayak on over there. But I got a 12-year-old who wants to take a chance, wants to be adventurous, wants to do something that probably none of his buddies would do. And how can I say no to that? Yeah, I'm going to try Nordic ski to school on the frozen lake. Yeah, 12-year-old kid is kayaking to school every day. That's so cool. Yeah. He's like, well, there's water, and then plus he's in Colorado, so he's just... Yep. Yeah. Now, again, I think this winter, like, I wouldn't let my kid kayak in the winter. No. But, I mean, if he was an avid kayaker, you know, he's 12, he's got this, the, the life vest. I mean, that, really, would you worry about it? It's not the rapids. It's just a river. So it's not like he's in the rapids. Would you let your kid do it? Uh, Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Okay, so, Steve? No, that'd freak me out. Yeah, because you'd have anxiety, because of your fear of water, or because of what? I mean, just... the. A bunch of bad things could happen Yeah, that's true, I get that It depends how long, like how from one end to the other Say it's uh, 30 minutes No, that I wouldn't So what did you think it was? Like Like 10 minutes, 15 minutes maybe tops It's going to be about 30 minutes No, then I wouldn't That's that's way too long Really? Yeah Would you let your kid walk to school for 30 minutes? No (laughs) Why? My parents used to let me he used to walk to school for 30 minutes? Uphill both ways in no. the snow. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm one of them. I'm saying, yeah, when I was younger, my parents would have me. I would walk to school. I was always, I've always kind of struggled with weight, though. I was going to say, maybe it, it that had something away. to do with it. <laughs> it, it was 1.2 miles away. Oh. 
<laughs> That's interesting that you knew that. So it took you 30 minutes is yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, it would have taken you about 10, <laughs> maybe 15. It's Mix 95.7. I asked uh, you guys a question, click a six, you can weigh in as well, about the perfect person. Like, there's a moment when you see somebody. Like, I remember the day that I met Alicia, like I first saw mm-hmm. Alicia. She would end up dating my buddy. It's a long story. We won't, won't go deep into that. But uh, I, I tried. I gave it the first go, and it was terrible, terrible. It didn't work out well what I dropped, but it ended up working well in the long run. So I saw her across the bar, and I knew I was like, "Wow, perfect ten. Not just the look, not just the the just the whole the way she was working the room. Perfect ten. Yeah. But you can walk over to someone that's a perfect ten, and they can do something that instantly makes them a five. Like for me. Arrogance. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, like, you could be the hottest person in the world and still be unattractive if you're arrogant about it. Like, with me, mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt. If you're arrogant, I don't care who you are. I hate that. Or if you don't do good for others or whatever. But we're asking for one, though. So mine is arrogance. Steve, what is one thing that can cut somebody from a 10 to a 5? I'm going with being rude to either uh, like retail employees or restaurant employees. Oh, uh, rudeness just in general. Like yeah, just- so if you're like out on a date or whatever and they're rude to someone if you're out shopping uh, or if you're out sitting and eating and they're rude to the uh, waiter Which is, or waitress. rude in general or just even that type of rudeness? Like if they, that sense of entitlement, like you are serving me because I am buying food here. Well, I think it's that- just all encompassing. Just if you're being a jerk to the person who's helping you. Yeah, no, I get it. Even though a jerk is a tug, it tugs a boat, a boat floats on Water, water is nature, and nature is beautiful, so really be a compliment. I get what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Christine, what is that one thing? The one thing, I know that you said you had a list, but like... I have six. One... Oh. Don't okay. you think because I'm single, I should be able to read these six so people know <laughs> what not to do? For you? <laughs> yes. Or Christine... people just know to stay away from you. <laughs> yeah. Christine literally loves this show because it's going to springboard her to... Next dude It probably will So I have a list of six Okay before you get into it Again <laughs> Asking members of the click of six Somebody did say, said Being rude like you did Steve uh, Constantly talking over people Someone said having no sense of humor Oh yeah, yeah that's always that's a big, big one. one Something that could take you from a perfect ten To a five Poor hygiene That's in there too Oh okay, yeah so that's a big fat no Fine since you're not doing one Now Christine Let's hear your <laughs> six reasons <laughs> When asked the question, Christine was asked the question, what's one thing that can cut someone from a 10 to a 5? I think you meant what's six things. So. I must have said what's six things. I mean, yeah. obviously, we both misheard. Yeah, and I must have misspoke. Yeah. So I yeah. apologize to you, Christine, and Steve, for my faux pas. So this will, will take you from a 10 to a 5. You're too serious. Okay. You're rude. Yeah. You're wearing Crocs. You're cocky. <laughs> You're narrow-minded, and you don't like food. Okay, so narrow-minded, I get it. Mm-hmm. Fashion is uh, I'm not gonna have the I don't think so. It's not just it's just Crocs. Yeah. Narrow-minded, rude. Cocky, doesn't cocky. like food, too yeah. serious. Which kind of goes with the whole no sense of humor. The Crocs. Yeah. That's just a. <laughs> That's like you. You didn't go from wow. a ten to a nine. You went from a perfect 10 yeah. to a 5. Yeah. No crocs. Sorry. 
that ain't happening. I don't care how comfy you say they are. They do not look good. So let's say like first time you spend the night at this new guy crush's house. You guys had a wonderful night. You've yeah. been dating for a few months now. Did you say guy crush? Yeah. Or what did you, oh, okay. He's, he's, uh, it's the morning and he's coming out of the shower and he's wearing Crocs. Well, why, why are you putting shoes on after? <laughs> why are you putting shoes on after your shower? I mean, because it's like slippers, but they're you can be I wet feet in them. I would literally look at him and be like, "What the bleep are you wearing?" Okay, let's get come up with a better hypothetical. No, that's perfect. <laughs> that was weird. Shower cracks. You shower, shower cracks, cracks. Yeah. which is my favorite indie band. <laughs> Uh, look, here's the deal. It goes like this. You get you and this guy hit it off. Boom, mm. boom, boom. He's a perfect 10. You're like, you're looking for the thing. Like, it got to, to the point where you just spent the night at his home just cuddling. Yeah. And mashing, smashing faces. For right. Like, Sounds like fun. Best kisser ever. Yeah. Next day you wake up. He's like, I want to take you out for brunch. You're like, this dude is a 10. Yeah. And he says, my favorite brunch place is blankety blank. And you're like, oh, my God, that's my favorite one, too. Yeah. And like, let's go. And you're headed out, and he's get, and it's warm out. He's got uh, shorts on and Crocs. Nope, not happening. I tell him to change his shoes. <laughs> what if he was like, dude, what? I'm nope. Sunday. These are my these are my Sunday shoes. Well, you can you find, dump you, him. Put put on some sneakers because those are a big fat no. And I and I would start like if I was dating this person, I would start like buying him shoes that are not Crocs hmm. that he can wear. <laughs> but what? But like you're gonna make him not wear. Yeah, it's not around not a, me. Wow. Not in public. I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, would you break up over this? I wouldn't even date him. <laughs> well, let's say you were already into this yeah. relationship I, before well, you found like, out his crack. Like what? I said, I'd start buying him different shoes. What if you opened up uh, a drawer and it's all Crocs? Yeah, just different a- designer Crocs. Yeah. Always different designs and everything. He's like, a Crocs. I'd put them in a trash bag and I'd hide them. Oh. <laughs> I won't burn them. I'll hide them. Maybe I'll donate them. Okay, first off, he's going to dump you if you uh, <laughs> trash bag his shoes. I don't care who it yeah. is. Secondly, this is a hypothetical. We were asking about the perfect 10, right? What if he is a multimillionaire? Well, then if he's a multimillionaire. No, because he designs Crocs. As long as he's not wearing them. I don't care if he designs them. Like, what if he's got a jet? Cool. Just don't wear them on the jet. And the jet is in the shape of a giant croc. Yeah. Because he's the croc millionaire. He has a croc boat, a croc car. Yeah, everything. That is my dream for Christine. So Billie Eilish, uh, social media celebrity, big deal, obviously. Now, do you remember Billie Eilish when she put out that uh, photo shoot where she showed more skin? Yes. Okay. I think it was for Vogue. Yeah, it was a big Vogue, and she was wearing one of those uh, corsets. Corsets. And mm-hmm. uh, is it corset or corset? I'm pretty sure it's corset. Is it, or, is it, it, or it's maybe one of those tomato tomato. But who says tomato? Uh, my mother. <laughs> my mother did. Well, that's because she was British. Yeah. So that makes sense. Fish, would you care for tomato or torco bell? She would call it torco bell. That's so funny. <laughs> Billie Eilish actually said that when uh, she lost a hundred thousand social media followers when she did that photo shoot. For real, 100,000 wow. followers. Wow. You wretched, filthy pervert. Look at me, watch, see what I'm doing? Twitter, unfollow. Instagram, unfollow. Snapchat, unfollow. And there we go, done. Yeah, apparently that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Just poof, gone. I know you love Family Guy, Steve. But uh, my, my question for you is, did you unfollow her when she did? Because she had that thing, though, no. where it was like not a... But, you know, she's, like, wearing the baggy clothes all the time, and then all of a sudden they see her as a 
woman and people freaked out. No, I didn't unfollow her. I you, mean, you probably hearted it, right? Yeah, I mean, she looks good and she's owning her body the way it is. So good for her. You yeah. don't like it? Unfollow. As, okay. as long as you're not being a hater, who cares? So Steve came up with this really good idea, Christine, and it involves you. Okay. Okay. What we want to do, we have we don't even have a hundred thousand followers, right? But we want to have you redo that photo shoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we will throw it up on all of our social medias for the station and see if we get less or more followers. Yep. That is hilarious. No, I mean, we're not joking. We think no, it's a great real. idea. Yeah. yeah. And and who's going to set all this up? Who's going to hire someone to do my hair and my makeup and, well, and dress me? You can get your own clothes because it's what you feel That's comfortable in. That's not how that works, though. Alicia used to own a salon. Well, we're not Vogue. Alicia used to own a salon and spa. So well, if you want me to recreate that... Stuff, that? It has to be no, you're gonna up re- to par with Vogue. Your version of it. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm an award-winning photographer <laughs> for the Langsburg High School <laughs> yearbook and newspaper. So, yeah, I want you to be comfortable. Be just, just you and I. We'll have a few drinks. We'll work on that. I thought it was a great idea. Steve thought it was. That's a fantastic and idea. And what's Steve's role in all of this? Oh, he's the camera holder guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. What? Rando, text out, message over Apple, free download on Apple Store or Christina. Hi, all. I'm, Hi. A, <laughs> I'm a mom to a new one-year-old, to a new one-year-old girl, and wow, babies are a lot of work. Yeah. Laugh face emoji. Everyone tells me that it gets easier, but honestly, it seems like most parents are stressed no matter how old their kid is. Since my daughter turned one, we're getting a lot of questions from our friends and family when we're going to go for a second. When I answer that we may not, I typically get a response of, you have to have another. She needs a sibling. My husband and I have always wanted two kids, but after having our first, we both are hesitant because of how hard it can be sometimes. However, I don't want to deprive my kid of a sibling or regret not having a second one later in life. My husband and I are in our mid-30s, so we still have time, but not forever. There's so much planning that goes into planning a second kid, like how far apart do you want your children to be? Is it easier or harder to have them closer together or further apart? Is an only child a bad thing or selfish? When we get old, is it going to be stressful for her to deal with us in that in that old age alone? Wow. My husband and I both have siblings and we're financially stable, but does it make sense to have another kid? I, I, that's an interesting question. Now, we've got uh, Double Dad over here, mm-hmm. Steve. You've got two. You've got a one-year-old and a five-year-old. Yes, I d- wait. What? Not a She's a three-year-old, right? Yeah, she turns four in December. I know. I just felt like seeing see if you knew how old your daughter was. Okay, so with a one and a three, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I think we got the ages pretty correct. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as I, I don't know, correct isn't the right word for that, but, uh, good but gap. Th- a good a good gap between them. I mean, right now they're uh, they're not. They don't get along too well. They will. <laughs> they will. My the sister thing. and I were four years apart. And yeah, I sure hope so. Yeah, we eventually got along after years of not. But yeah. if these guys aren't ready to have a kid, this rando taxel that we got, I mean, what do you say to them? Uh, I mean, if you're not ready, then don't have a kid yet. Just wait a little bit. I mean, but maybe they're maybe they're just maybe they, is it okay? Are you selfish if you only have? One child? No, I don't think you're selfish. Uh, but at the same time, it is cool having a sibling. I had a sibling mm-hmm. growing up. I mean, we were really far apart in age, and that kind of sucked. That's me, too. I'm five years apart. Yours is four years apart. And yeah. Steve, yours is? Six and a half. Yeah. So, wow, were you an accident? 
<laughs> was I? Yeah. Was I? Yeah, I'm sure your mom, who's always listening on the app, mm-hmm. it's a free download, is texting you as we speak right now. You're not an accident, you baby. Were, Thanks, mom. Perfect accident. Oh. <laughs> Be great if she was like, actually, you were. You're all right. You know? <laughs> okay, so this rando text, though, set it up again, Christine, because we got to get to the members of the Click of Six advising on this one. So a woman uh, and her husband have a one-year-old daughter. Ever since then, uh, people have been saying, when are you going to have a kid again? And they've been saying, we may not because having their first, just raising her to one has been difficult. It's pretty much what she said. And everyone she talks to is like, it seems like no matter what age, parents are stressed. So they're kind of on the fence whether to have another child or not. They're in their mid-30s. They're financially stable. Um but she wants to know if it's like selfish to not have a second kid and would it deprive I mean, them of having a sibling. I also don't want to regret it. So she's hardcore on the fence. Yeah, so she definitely needs your advice on this. Weigh in all the ways, guys. Click a six. Help us with this rando texto. OMG. Rando Texto, Mastajovia, Apple, Free Download, and Apple Store. I'm a mom to a new one year old girl, and wow, babies are a lot of work. Everyone tells me that it gets easier, but honestly, it seems like most parents are stressed no matter how old their kid is. Since my daughter turned one, we're getting a lot of questions from our friends and family when we're going for a second. When I answer that we may not, I typically get a response of, You have to have another. She needs a sibling. My husband and I have always wanted two kids, but after having her first, we both are hesitant because of how hard it can be sometimes. However, I don't want to deprive my kid of a sibling or regret not having a second later in life. My husband and I are in our mid-30s, so we still have time, but not forever. There's so much planning that goes into planning a second kid, like how far apart do you want your children to be? Is it easier or harder to have them closer together or farther apart? Is an only child a bad thing or selfish? When we get old, is it going to be stressful for her to deal with us in old age alone? My husband and I both have siblings. We're financially stable, but does it make sense to have another kid? Steve, not my Steve, other Steve. What do you think, Steve? I think that kids are the fruit of your life and the fruit of your loins, of course. (laughs) I have seven, and I am very happy with seven kids because as those kids get older, they become your helpers, and they become your, you know, your standby for helping with the younger kids. And, And, you know, kids are a lot of work. Yes, they are, but they're also very, very rewarding. Hey, Steve. Each in their own way. Steve, did you biologically create seven children? Rock star. Be my friend. All right. Be my friend. My oldest in her 40s and my youngest is 13. Wow. Way to go. Okay. Well, first off, Tracy, if you're ever near Steve, make sure you don't hug him. He's got seven kids. Good Lord. What do you think, Trace? I have four. So, um, So what I think is you have to do what you have to do for your own family. Now, what I will say is that a year, you know, her first is just a year old, and it is so hard to imagine having a second one at that stage. For the first two years of a child's life, all you're doing is keeping them alive, it feels like. You know, they can't do anything on their own, and it's just this constant, I just got to keep them alive, and it's stressful, and it's um, overwhelming at times. But there is something special about introducing a new baby to the older sibling. Those older siblings love that new siblings so much it's so heartwarming to see unless very- tracy unless it's steve's daughter charlotte who hates izzy <laughs> <laughs> they don't get along very well right now <laughs> 
right now, but I mean, they they loved her when she was a, she loved her when she was a baby, didn't she? Or was oh, she yeah. too little? Yeah, well, yeah. at first, but then she slowly got really jealous. Like an old toy. <laughs> yeah. So no, Tracy, my older brother hit me in the face when I came home. So. Oh. Wow. <laughs> my older brother almost lost his eye when I got pregnant. He never forgave me. It was seriously, same type of thing. Okay, so Tracy, to the member of the Click of Six that said. Her friends are busting her chops and family. They're saying, you can't have an only child. That's not going to work. And she's like, well, we really don't want another one right now. Wouldn't you say she should wait? Or do you say oh, suck yeah, it absolutely. up and get pregnant? No, no. I think she should wait till she feels ready and she should. But I'm just saying, like, it's not a good time to decide either way at one year. There's uh, too much going on. Yeah, definitely wait a little bit longer. That's a really good point. That Thank you so point. much. Hey, Nicole, what are you wearing? Well, I um I only have two. Um, but I have a nine-year age gap between my boys. Oh, wow. Um, so my advice, I agree with Tracy, you have to do whatever you have to do for your family and whatever feels right for you. But if you are thinking about having another one, do it sooner rather than later. Mm. Because in my experience, having a nine-year age gap is not very easy. Um, my little one um, is four and a half and just started preschool. And oh, then wow. my older one is 14 and just started high school. So I'm at two different points yeah. in, in my lives with my boys. And I'm having to run myself ragged, making sure that the little one has activities for him and making sure that the big one can be with his friends and do his yeah. video games. And I feel like I'm being torn in a million different directions. I'm sorry. So I just, no, I love it. I, I live for my boys, so I, I love every second of it. But I just feel like it would be a lot easier to have them closer in age. If you're going to do it, have them close in age so that their activities are similar and you're not running yourself ragged. Um, like Tracy was saying, that yeah. first year of having kids is so tough. It is. It, it, it's literally just making sure that they're still breathing every second of every day. Um, but after that, after they hit about two, it's nothing but fun and excitement. And, and they reward you with learning new things and, and saying new things and teaching you new things. And it's just the most rewarding thing to have kids. So you're saying, more or less, this woman should wait a little bit, but don't wait too long. Nicole, you have a nine-year <laughs> age gap with your kids. Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. You, did you plop both of those kids out yourself or did you marry into it or what? No, they're both mine. Okay. Um, uh, and I told myself that um, when my first one turned six, I wasn't going to try to have any more kids because I didn't want a huge age gap. And then you met um, Steve that called in earlier that has seven <laughs> kids. Right. And then my my body decided, you know what, let's just give her another. So, and, That's <laughs> um, amazing. It was a shock. It was a definite shock. But he is he's my little blessing. And we make it work. Amen. My 14-year-old is a big help with my little one. He he likes to play the dad role sometimes. Aww. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're big brother. Just calm down a little bit. Yeah, but he is. He's a big protector, so it, it worked for me. Luckily for me, but I I just think that it would be so much easier if they were closer in age. Oh, I'm sure. Exactly. I couldn't agree with you more. And thank you so much for uh, yeah, thanks, talking Nicole. to us today. We're doing this rando text. So if you're wondering what's going on right now, more or less, remember the click of six has a how old is the kid again? One, one, straight up one. Has a one year old. She and her husband are like, you know what? We're good. This was fun. We love our baby, but we're we're only child. They both had siblings, and their siblings and their friends are saying, this is a huge mistake. You need to have another kid. Why would you do that to a child? Only child syndrome is a real thing, and all that stuff. And people have all pretty much called in and said, take a little bit of a breather. Don't say no yet. 
But wait. Yeah. What's What are people saying via the app and on social, Christine? Uh, someone said, I'm an only child and only grandchild. I love it because I'm everyone's favorite. Yeah, but on go. the flip, someone said, I was an only child and I hated it. No one to play with growing up. It was harder to take care of my mom by myself. We personally have six kids and it's amazing. Don't stress about the timing. It six? does get easier. Yep. Steve, can you imagine having four no, more kids? I'm good on that. <laughs> Thank you though. Because you're done. Yeah, we're dying after two. Uh, I think you're still I think you're gonna have another one. Nope. See, you keep saying that, but I think you are because you haven't done what you needed to do. I know I still haven't done that. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, he's gonna have a surprise baby. No, you I think just so. watch and Mm-mm. see. I think it is. My good. sister and I, we were only two and we always felt like we needed more siblings. The nice thing is I have so many cousins. You have like forty cousins. Yeah. But if that's not the case with your family, I personally think you should at least have one more. Um, I think she should wait. And I also read a study a few years ago that said moms who have four kids are the happiest of all moms. Really? Yeah. That that makes sense because Steve's wife seems miserable at just two. Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) From what I've seen. Why is she hitting you up about it? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. She wants a little ginger ninja. I mean, have you seen Izzy recently photos? Steve's kid looks like. She could be my kid. That's it really does. funny. It's true. It yeah, is. she does. Yeah, like especially those big, beautiful eyes and that ginger top. <laughs> You're welcome, oh, by the way. And thanks for paying all my bills. Yeah, no problem. With your wife's Anything. baby that I made. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you know who, Christine, do you know who Dave Batista is? Yeah, he's uh, a wrestler. And most recently, he was in that movie on Netflix, Army of the Dead. There you go. And from, uh, from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as yes. well. He was in there. Dave Batista, and exactly right, a wrestler as well. He actually adopted a, a rescued, actually, a pit bull from the uh, Tampa Bay and Humane Society. He lives in Tampa Bay. The puppy was found with a metal chain embedded in her <gasps> neck. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. So Dave actually. What's up, guys? On my last Instagram post, I posted about a puppy that was horribly abused uh, and offered a $5,000 reward for uh, any information leading to the arrest and conviction of the horrible human being responsible for this. Mm-hmm. The Humane Society of Tampa Bay has also offered $1,500 and Alvarez Injury Law also another $5,000, so that's 11500 bucks for any information leading to the arrest and conviction of this person. Uh, the bad news is, again, we haven't found uh, this person responsible for it, but the good news is, puppy, you know a sage actually became Penny Bautista's, and she will never be abused again a day in her life, not a second in her life. She's about to live her best puppy life ever. So Sage is now Penny Bautista, and she has her forever home. So my dog, Barrett the dog, was actually found on the street uh, like at six weeks old. I adopted as a pit boxer cross. Uh, Alicia and I adopted him from the Humane Society at the time, Dane, Dane County Humane Society. And we adopted Barrett from there. So I understand why. It's frustrating because Barrett's weird with guys when he first meets them. Great with women. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he is a player, loves the ladies. I know. He sat on my lap before. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He just runs away from me. Yeah, that's well. And it's not a youth. It's embarrassing, though, sometimes. It's tough because, you know, he runs away from a dude and you got to be like, it's not you, bro. It's not you, bro. Mm -hmm. And then he gets used to you. Like, he saw Jake the trainer. I hadn't seen him in a while, ran right over to him last week because he's known him since yeah. he was a pup. So it's different with Barrett. How is Barrett doing, by the way? I know he had surgery. Yeah, so uh, last week, we uh, on the 22nd of September was the one-year anniversary of the diagnosis of Connie with mm-hmm. cancer. And then Steve's wife is now a cancer survivor. Yes. And Barrett now is a cancer survivor. So Barrett had stage two cancer. And they did a wonderful job. They got it all out of him. They but did. He is so miserable. 
because he's got, I mean, the scar is, if you go the length of your hand, and think about a, yeah. a dog's chest, is longer than the length of your hand. Wow. And they've, like, pretty much guaranteed it was going to open up again, and we'd have to do surgery again. And we yeah. are 24 hours away from it being perfectly fine, and we're out of that window because they'll remove the stitches. So, but they told you that they've removed the cancer. Yeah. He's good to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yay. So, yeah, we that had makes to, me so happy. Well, and it was just so odd. The word cancer has been so dominant in all of our lives. You know, obviously starting with Connie, the big one right there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just been such an odd year with that. I, it is awesome, though, but he is so miserable because he's wearing that giant inflatable comb. Yep. We got a better one and a compression suit. Mm. I know. He looks cute in the compression suit, oh, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel cute, trust me. It's not, it's not the most oh, fun thing in the world. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, it's interesting because I think about uh, Miss Connie, Connie of Connie and Fish, who passed away on January 4th of uh, 2021, this calendar year. Uh, I think about how last year, remember Steve last year on the show, or I think it might have been a couple years ago. When she divorced the Detroit Lions, because yeah, Connie is did. from Detroit, <laughs> and there are moments what would happen is she tried for like fifty years, yeah, for decades, you know, uh, for decades to really embrace the Lions, you know, and she just every time she would always get last down in the last minute. For example, Christine, what happened yesterday? So the Lions were winning. But in the, like the last second, uh, Justin Tucker, who plays for the Baltimore Ravens, kicked a feed field goal 66 yards, which just became the longest in NFL history yeah. to make the Lions lose. And of course, if the Lions are going to lose, it's going to be that way. Oh, like, yeah. Of course, yeah. they were winning and then that happens. <laughs> very, very similar to what happened with the uh, I don't know what it's going on this year with football. Like it seems almost more intense. For example, uh, the San Francisco 49ers and the Packers last night. Crosby to try to win it. And the kick is good to win the game. Wow. The 49ers couldn't take enough time off the clock at the end. All Aaron needed was 37 seconds. Yeah, now everybody's not putting out memes of Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, basically just bopped it up there so they could kick it in. Right. No one's going to be putting out memes with him playing Jeopardy anymore. I yeah. think we're good. <laughs> Ooh, well, I guess maybe he's a pretty good guy. He's a, he just had a bad game. Just yeah. had a bad game. But, yeah, so I got a kick out of that. Just it seems like. Ha, ha, ha. F- that was kick. funny. That's a funny because <laughs> they both were the kicks. Yes, they yes. Were. That was accidental humor, dog. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. That's a good point. the best. Yeah. So I uh, definitely, definitely got up. Again, a a big kick out of that, but this I don't get a kick out of. This is weird. So a pair of Michael Jordan's used underwear Mm. were on the auction block over the weekend. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, so uh, somebody uh, snapped them up. Guess how much money they bought them for. Used Michael Jordan underwear. They uh, They came with a dry cleaning tag. But uh, they're so so. I guess they were clean. I'm gonna hmm. assume someone paid twenty three million dollars. According what? to yeah, twenty three million dollars. <laughs> that's, that's that's not even like at least give me a fair guess. Two point three million. Okay, what? really? For I Michael... think people would people have paid stupid money for dumb things. Here's the description of the underwear from Michael Jordan. Okay, you ready? They're the dry cleaning tag. They've been dry cleaned. But according to the listing, they showed evidence of definite use. Ew. 
that mean it was wrinkly or there was yeah, a stain? A stain. I would I'm be, assuming. Stain, yeah, or a rip. They were provided by Jordan's friend and bodyguard who appeared in the last da- dance documentary. You might recognize him from that. He also uh, provided some suits, coats, dress shirts, and ties for the auction as well. He's, again, used boxers, Michael Jordan. Steve, how much money? What did uh, they go for? I don't know. I'll guess 5000 There you go. Good guess. More logical. Still too high. $2,700. Oh. $2,784. $2.3 million. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Are you just doing that because that was his number, 23? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said 23 mil originally. I, I, I mean, but come on, really? $2.3 million. I mean, you know, people have paid for dumber stuff. That I, that, that I agree with, but I mean, what, what's the... What's the most you would pay for Michael Jordan's underwear? Nothing. I wouldn't buy it. That's weird. Is it odd for you? Like, what if it was, uh, who's your favorite I'm not. I'm not buying anybody's underwear. You That's wouldn't buy just, anybody? No. No? No. Would you? Probably Christina Aguilera. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I'd buy Taylor Swift's underwear for a couple thousand dollars. I, Taylor Swift seems like a boxer brief girl to me. I can see that. Yeah. Granny panty type? No, just comfortable. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, except like when she's wearing those outfits on stage lately. When yeah. you see her performance, kind of naughty. <laughs> Aguilera seems like she just doesn't even have any. No, she doesn't wear them. Or it's yeah. just a string. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be. Fish should use it as dental floss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Really? Gross. <laughs> she's going to laugh about her joke yeah. for like six. I mean, it's a good but Good idea. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Ask away. When was the last time. How in, in the past week have either of you gone to a fast food drive through? Yes. Not walked in, drive through. Yes. yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. Where'd you go? I've been to several, but Burger King most recent. Okay. Christine? Jimmy John's. Okay. So there's this company, the uh, web the, the website company, they use mystery shoppers. And they had uh, ten mystery shoppers went to ten different chains mm-hmm. at one thousand four hundred and ninety-two different restaurant locations wow. from, from July through early early August for this report. Yeah. And what they found because you know the benefit of fast food places, drive through, you go through. Fast. Fast, quick, easy. But according, they become slower and less accurate at the drive through That's what I'm curious about because I have actually found this since COVID, for some reason, they are slower and less accurate. I am an avid Taco Bell goer. Mm-hmm. I know that's not an appropriate, like, grammatical sentence, but I don't care. It sounds pretty good to me. Avid Taco Bell goer. And Taco Bell, by the way, was in second place for the most accurate. Oh, really? Not so much lately with me. A couple times. Couple times. But, I mean, you know, two out of ten times over, let's say, two days is pretty good. Yeah, not bad. You processing that I went to Taco Bell ten times in two days? I mean, that's, I, that's good. It's, yeah. hey, we all have our things. We all have our things. I just, uh, yeah. I'm, more, I'm watching my weight. I only get one thing I'm each sure time. I'm sure you are. You're uh, watching what you put in your mouth as you eat it. That's watching your weight. Uh, Chick-fil-A was number one. Taco Bell, number two. Arby's, number three. Not surprising. Very good service there. Carl's Jr. and Burger King. Uh, are actually, Arby's, Carl's Jr. and Burger King tied for third place. Okay. And you went to Burger King. Yes, I did. Was your food accurate? Was your ser- service fast? Uh, it was because I went twice. I went once on Saturday, once on Sunday for breakfast, and then for lunch. Uh, the lunch wow. one was fast and accurate. Uh, the breakfast one, there was a line, but it was perfectly accurate. My T bell has been slow lately. Yeah, that's the thing on my end. Christine, hmm. was your service fast and accurate? It really was. Jimmy John's lived up to their freaky fast, uh, and also oh, they were freaky, and the service was fast. Yes. <laughs> also, I always make modifications. 
So I add like hot peppers and mustard, and, yeah. I, and then I got a pickle, and I told him cut it in fours. Everything was perfect. Oh, yeah. You're one I'm, of those people. I, what does that I mean? Too. You're like my wife, where she, you can just never order anything directly off the menu. It has to have yep. some sort of additions or subtractions yep. to yep. it. Yep. Yep. I and I don't way. get the sub. I get the actual whole grain or wheat bread. And, yep, I oh, like I'm, to make my modifications. A McDonald's or something like that. I'll get a cheeseburger, ketchup only, or something like that. I mean, I make it easy, but I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't understand why there's people. Well, what, us people. <laughs> I'm so t- sorry that I troubled you to have to go. I'm, exactly. Yep. No, the reality is, here's a trick, by the way, that my friend uses, because a lot of times he was getting cold fries for a while. Mm-hmm. He'll ask for fries with no salt. So ah, then they so have they to, have to force to make new ones. Bingo. Yeah. He gets fries with no salt. You're, you look so mad right now, Steve. I do. That's actually a really yeah. good idea. That's then, a life hack right there. And then he asks for a salt packet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Why are you so See, angry? I, I'm not mad because for the, the workers who have to do this stuff. I'm mad as the person who always goes and picks up the food. Oh. And always has to go place the orders and everything. I feel like, and then it's my fault if something's wrong, obviously, because I didn't say it correctly. Because you're a bad father or just because you're not good at the... the well, thing? like whenever Brittany orders stuff, there's it's always has additions or subtractions to it. Or like sometimes even asking like really weird things where it's like something not even necessarily on the menu, but can you kind of make it like this? <laughs> like, stuff. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> I love Steve's it. children and wife have been sick for the past month. And the, that, I'm sure, is irritating because you're getting lack of sleep. You look the most angry I've seen you in months right you're now. You're right, well, it's though. Because it's never easy. It, it can never just be like, oh, just get me a number two. It's always, there's always, like, all these you extra know, layers of things. So I have to, like, write everything down, and then I go there, and, I, and then I have to reiterate everything to them. And there's probably something lost in translation there. They're probably going to screw something up. Christine. And then I'm going to get, like, oh, why is there this on my this? Here's my question for you, Christine. <laughs> huh. Do you remember what your ex-boyfriend used to, if you would go get him food, do you remember something that he would eat? Like a normal go-to thing? Like, because you guys broke up, what, like, almost a year ago? Yeah, now. it was. Yeah, so like I can remember Alicia's order really easily. So that you can't remember your family's order is really sad. What you need to do, Steve. and okay. this is another life hack, have her record into the phone what she wants and then just play that back to the intercom. Well, I just I have her either text it or I write it down. I could just read. No, I but you're right. Read. You do get blamed when it's wrong. Yeah, I know. You well, should have checked it. But, extra different things. Like, but that way, it, it, because you're reading it, it doesn't have to come back to you if it's actually Britney's voice in the recording. Then right? she can't say anything about it. It's like when I go and get her a turkey tom from uh, Jimmy, Jimmy John's. John's. I might as well just be like, all right, let's, let's just start from scratch and just <laughs> pull out. Yeah, sub. I'm going to build my own because it has nothing to do with a turkey tom. <laughs> <laughs> but she wants a turkey tom. Okay, he's way too worked up. <laughs> You know, we're talking about uh, talking about Britney Spears a lot lately. Obviously, with everything going on with her dad and the conservatorship. So, Britney Spears has said, and Steve, you have two daughters. Yes, I do. So, I want you to think about this. All right. Her dad, Jamie, had her mobile devices encrypted, so he saw all her... Ingoing and outgoing texts and emails. That's twisted. That's creepy. That's super twisted. Just, you wanted to make sure she was, I'm not defending, I'm just saying, safe, okay? But he also put a bug somewhere in her house. It's very interesting what happened. Idan and one of the agents working with him came into my office and 
handed me the audio recording device and a USB drive and asked me to wipe it. I had them tell me what was on it. They seemed very nervous and said that it was extremely sensitive, that nobody can ever know about this, and that's why I need to delete everything on it so there's no record of it. That raised so many red flags with me, and I did not want to be complicit in whatever they were involved in, so I kept a copy because I don't want to delete evidence. Good for you, dude. Is that from the documentary? Yeah, that's from one of the documentaries about Britney. There's been a couple of them coming out. I know there's a new one coming out on Netflix. They're saying he bugged her bedroom. Britney Spears' bedroom was bugged. Weird. Weird. So, Steve, your daughter is 18 or under. Is it okay to bug her bedroom? No, it is not. Really? Really. What is the age where you don't bug your daughter's bedroom? You just don't bug your (laughs) daughter's bedroom. Ever? (laughs) I mean, you have a right to, though. I I mean, sure, I guess, but I... It I don't seems think creepy. It's, okay. it's super creepy. Like she's an adult and he's bugged her bedroom and it's again her mobile devices. Super creepy. He, I would, I would cut off all contact with him for the rest of my life. You would never be friends with him. Never. Like never, ever. Ever. Like, he's he's twisted. He's sick. He's greedy. That man needs to be but gone. What if he invites you over for Thanksgiving dinner at his new ten million dollar home? Don't you want to go see it and have Thanksgiving dinner with your dad at the home you just paid for? (laughs) I'm being sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. We'll definitely keep you up to date on all that stuff, the goings on of Miss Britney Spears. Christine, today's text question of the day, you said has gotten a massive amount of response. Very massive. What did you want to do when you grew up versus what you do now? Are you happy? So you, uh, Steve actually wanted to be essentially a rocket scientist. Yeah, essentially. Didn't work out for Yeah, it didn't work out because you party too hard. You're uh, in uh, Michigan State when you went to college and no more engineer. Nope, now I'm in radio. And are you happy with what you're doing now, though? Yeah, I'm happy. But also, it would have been cool to be a rocket engineer. That would be very cool. Christine, was your height an issue uh, with being a pediatrician or did you just decide (laughs) not to do it? Yeah, I thought that they might get me confused with the children yeah. and not take me seriously. <laughs> there you go. So I was like, you know what? I don't think this fits. I'm going to go in radio instead. Like that Doogie Howser show that they just rebooted on yep. Disney Plus. You know, uh-huh. like they would think that you're just a little kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what did you want to do or what did you want to grow up to be when you were younger versus what are you doing now and are you happy? I wanted to do like Hollywood, direct or produce movies and, and doing this. I love doing this. I'll do this forever. Uh, somebody said, I know I didn't want to be fat and tired, that's for sure. <laughs> a great answer for the text question of the day. Uh, somebody else wanted to be a marine biologist living in Hawaii, and now they're a speech pathologist. Somebody else wanted to be a, chore- a choreographer. Now they're in property management. I love my job. I'm very happy. I love my people. That's awesome. I All love right. that. Text question of the day. You can message in via the app still. We'll get to it as soon as we can. What did you want to be when you grew up versus what you do now? Are you happy? Somebody said they wanted to be an astronaut. They wanted to work in space, like in Star Wars. All right. Yeah. Now they uh, they do FBI background checks. Awesome. <laughs> what a cool job. Yeah, somebody else said, I always wanted to be a mortician, but now I manage a, a private duty home care and a small adult foster care home. Not the most pleased with my life choices, but I absolutely love my job right now. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. I wanted to be an ambassador. Now I'm a HCA paraprofessional. What's that, Steve? Uh, Healthcare. Healthcare, I, I would so. assume, yeah. Yeah. 
Steve, your voice sounds like Christine's. Good what? answer, what? Christine. <laughs> Text question of the day. Uh, uh, there's so many. I'm going to hit scroll, and then you tell me when to stop. Uh, stop right now. All right. Before we get to the top five-ish, we'll do a couple more. I went to college and received my teaching degree. I had triplets and instantly became a stay-at-home mom. Now I clean houses. My husband's been a teacher for many, many years, was her answer. What did you want to do, or what did you want to be when you grew up versus what you do now? They wanted to be a special education teacher. Now they manage a subway. Somebody else wanted to be a firefighter. Now I'm a mechanic technician. I would say it worked out. There's always a chance to be a volunteer firefighter. My friend's wife does it. It's awesome. Yeah. She's amazing to me. Top five-ish today for today's text question of the day. What did you want to be when you grew up versus what you do now? Uh, First female Air Force fighter pilot versus college professor. Very different careers. The latter is more rewarding. Cool. Yeah, you get to see the difference you make. Somebody else wanted to be an art teacher or architect. Ended up being a stay-at-home mom. Now and I uh, uh, earning several self-taught and free degrees in cooking, baking, nursing, medical, not boob. <laughs> uh, chauffeur made laundress. Very true. I love it. I love it. Top five-ish. Uh, let's go to number four. What did you want to be when you grew up versus what you do now? Are you happy? What do I want to be, you guys? I want to be a trust fund baby or trophy wife. That's what I wanted to be. Funny enough, though, in third grade, I really did want to be the first white woman Harlem Globetrotter. I think we all know that did not happen yet. (laughs) Sorry. Number three, I wanted to work on a technology team at a large hospital. I worked in healthcare for 10 years and turned down opportunities to apply for several tech jobs. I I currently manage a custom Lego business, and I couldn't be happier. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Are you hiring? Yeah. Doing the top five is for the text question of the day today, Christine. What did you want to be when you grew up versus what you do now? Are you happy? Rose, what are you wearing? <laughs> I am just wearing uh, pants. Nice. Oh, no top. Okay. Beautiful. It's a little <laughs> it's a chilly pants out. party. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Rose, so, what do you um, want to be? I wanted to be a vet or an open heart surgeon. Oh, wow. And I... I thought that, okay, so my plan was to have as many kids as I could. And then when my husband passed away, I was going to go become a nun and then adopt a bunch of kids. Uh, We're going to make you number two and number (laughs) one. And I'm going to scrap the ones that Christine. So you basically were planning on your husband passing away. Yeah, which is crazy because he did. Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, the way you're laughing. Yeah, but I'm not a nun. You're not a nun. I don't think she. I'm not a nun. She's she's only wearing pants. Fish. You think yeah. she could live the nun life? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You know she's definitely getting some. Not none. No, you're right. I get it. You ready to get funky? In your face, radio, check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 